All right, and welcome to an all-new edition of Beckett Radio. I'm your host, Derek Ficken. The second week here at my desk in the grading area. It's it's a uh, I'm trying to find a, a permanent place to store my equipment and be able to have our awesome phone interviews. But you know, unfortunately, there is little space, a little free space in our Beckett Media offices. So for the time being, I will be at my desk until further notice. So I am. All by my lonesome on this week. Eric Norton is out for the day, so he'll be back with us next week. We have a great show lined up for you guys this week. Mr. Brian Gavin of Ultimate Box Breaks is coming on, talking about case breaking, uh, his experience at the National Convention in Chicago, also the Panini VIP party. It's, it's going to be jam-packed with with information, all that good stuff, and just kind of get a little background about you know how he started Ultimate Box Breaks and all that good stuff. So stay tuned for that. We're also going to have Matt by on to talk about the month of Marvel. We're doing an awesome, awesome thing on Beckett.com slash news, also on social media uh, as far as gaming and non-sports goes. We're giving away a lot of Marvel stuff, so check out our social media and Beckett.com slash news for that, but he's going to talk a little more about that. Topps WWE, Road to WrestleMania is coming out with uh, some Brock Lesnar stuff, and obviously the Almanac is coming out very, very soon, so he's talking about that too. And f- last but not least, Mr. Ryan Cracknell. He is one of the newest members here at Becca Media. He is our new hobby editor, and you've probably seen a lot of his stories on Beckett.com slash news already. He's been posting like crazy. He was at the National with us. It, it, it's it's great to have him on um, on our side doing the great stuff that he does day in, day out for the hobby. So he's going to talk about inside new releases with Tops Fire Football, 2015 Tops Fire Football. It's coming out in January, so we're going to talk about that, as well as an interesting story regarding copyright issues and with a company that you might not have heard of as of late. So stay tuned for that. All right, so next up on Beckett Radio, uh, this is the second week I am at my desk, literally at my desk, with Mr. Matt Bible. Matt, thanks for coming to my desk, man. No problem. So we're looking at my computer. Uh, this this is a weird setup, so it's not our, our everyday uh, radio style, you know what I mean? Yeah, and no, I feel like I'm ghost hunters watching for EVPs <laughs> on, the, on your screen. Yeah, and it's going crazy, so we're probably in a bad place right now. But yeah. hey, what, what can you do? Yeah. Um, speaking of awesome, cool things... Uh, let's talk about Marvel. Okay. Uh, cause there's a really cool thing that, that you guys are putting on, uh, for the whole month. Yep. Uh, what's, what's going on? I, I hear there's tons of, and tons of giveaways. Uh, basically for, uh, the month from August, I don't know, whatever Monday is to September 18th. Okay. We're having a month of Marvel, which is basically, it's going to be giveaways every day on Instagram. You know, cards, maybe bundles of cards, maybe single cards, whatever. And then we're going to have a weekly contest on the main page where we'll be giving away bigger prizes like a box of Marvel 3D. Nice. um, Base sets of 2013 and 2015 Fleer Retro Marvel. Mm. Kobe Smolder's autograph from Captain America. uh, And who knows what else? I mean, we're, we're trying to come up and trying to get some get some other goodies maybe some funkos who knows there you but, go uh every week you know just pay attention to facebook twitter instagram and go to the home page leave comments every week will be a different like trivia question yeah like this first one coming up monday is basically um mount rushmore of marvel if you could have a mount rushmore of marvel who would be the four people Gosh. And it can be any different 
combination. It can be yeah. superheroes. It can be villains. It can be a combination of the two. It can be artists, writers, whatever you want to make it. All right. Well, let I, I need to hear your Mount Rushmore. Since, my Mount Rushmore. Yeah, let's hear my it. personal Mount Rushmore. Yeah. Uh, Spider-Man, Wolverine, Punisher, and Iron Man. Wow. Yeah. Okay. That's a good one. So, the, the, for me, those are the ones that would be because they kind of represent my favorite comics and, yeah. and things that happened in, in comic books when I was a kid. So, what what if you could do all villains for the Mount Rush, like the deadliest, the most evil villains of Marvel? All villains: yeah. uh, Doc Ock, Magneto, Thanos, and Galactus. You know that way too well, Matt. I think you've thought about this. Uh, well, you know. It's a lonely cubicle over where I'm at. Usually, it's just either compiling uh, checklists or thinking about Marvel things. Yeah, yeah. It, so. I mean, now that I'm not over there, it's I know it's very lonely. I'm um, the only one over there today, so yeah. I feel like I'm in a ghost town right now for the most <laughs> yeah. part. Everybody's either on vacation or in Chicago eating deep dish pizza yeah, while we're looking at coins. Yeah, so. that's ridiculous. Well, um, yeah, I think this is a really cool thing that y'all are doing. So everyone needs to just keep their eyes peeled to our social media sites. So yes. Instagram, Beckett Media, LLC, all one word. Obviously, Facebook, just type in Beckett Media. Twitter is Beckett Media, all one word. Um, but yeah, get get on it because we're giving away so much free stuff for this whole month. It's absolutely insane. And go to Beckett.com slash news to see the posts, you know, so you can comment and do all that good stuff. But for this mm-hmm. week, it's, you know, who's on, on your Mount Rushmore of, of Marvel characters. Yep. Uh, and we've already got... We've already got responses already. Nice. It doesn't officially start till Monday, but we've got responses on the on the main page already. So. Cool. All right. Well, there's there's a couple other things I want to talk to you about. The mm-hmm. the almanacs uh, finally going to print. Yes, the and, almanac is is has went to print and it will be out at the very tail end of the month, I believe, on the thirty first. So, what was it like to completely finish that thing? Like, what what that that first moment when you put down the pen and paper? How was that feeling? Uh, it was, it was great because I've been doing it for four months (laughs) and, uh, you know, um, it, it, you know, it, it, it's, it's, it's a kind of still an experiment. I mean, this is the first official one that we've done. I mean, we've done obviously the gaming slash non-sports almanac, but this was just purely non-sports. Um, for me, the, the, the mission was simple is just get as many listings and pricings in there as possible Uh organize it in a way that's efficient but also friendly to the reader for example i'll give you one example of um you know something different that i did with the sort order i wanted to try to include say a movie franchise or a television show i wanted to try to include as many titles of that franchise in one block so let's say you have harry potter well the regular sort order is alphabetical and then chronological. So everything wow. is in alphabetical order for the whole almanac. Yeah, yeah. But with the Harry Potter products, you have different things like the world of Harry Potter or something that might start in a different title. Mm-hmm. So basically, I lumped those all together, but I still tried to adhere to the alphabetical principle. Yeah, all right. That way, it's easier for the reader to find all the Harry Potter products in one area of yeah. the almanac. And, and that's, that's something that we hear a lot of, not complaints, but kind of suggestions. Hey... You know, I really have a hard time finding this or that. Mm-hmm. And so it's cool that you're trying to make it a little bit more user friendly to yep. think, you know, a little bit more with the street smarts, you know, mm-hmm. why people would want to look for a group of something instead of, you know, searching page after page after page. So yes. that's pretty cool. So when should we expect this almanac to hit uh, shelves? Uh, it should be at the very end of the month. End of the month. Okay, yeah. perfect. And, uh, so. 
yeah, that, that's hey man, I'll, I'll give you a little shout out because that's a big deal, you know, for getting something like that together and and out to print. That's and, and you did it three days early too, right? Yeah, and, and you know, it's it's like I said, it's, it's an experiment, and obviously, you know, there the blueprints are still you know can be tweaked in the future so mm-hmm. any suggestions anybody can make you know there's a there's an email address in the almanac that you can contact it's non-sports at beckett.com and you know when you get the almanac check it out and if there's anything you notice send me an email get us an email there you we'll go fix it we'll do what we can to tweak it and make it better yeah so definitely check that out at the end of the month it's going to be a lot of fun i can't wait to look through it uh and see how much my dragon ball z cards are i hope yeah. they're in there <laughs> Because uh, I, I busted a few boxes and I'm super pumped for this product to be back. So, uh, but before I let you go, Matt, want to talk a little wrestling? WWE, mm-hmm. WWE, it's back. Yes. Um, a lot of people are talking about CM Punk going to UFC and starting his MMA debut. Mm-hmm. Uh, but kind of the big story with WWE and the hobby is Brock Lesnar and autographs. Yep. What's going on there? Uh, Road to WrestleMania. Um, Top WWE Road to WrestleMania just uh, it uh, just went live today. Okay, um, and it's going. I mean, there's a lot of interesting things in it. You know, it has a base set of 110 cards, and you have your typical parallel fanfare, different inserts and tribute sets to Hulk Hogan, The Rock, and Triple H. But yeah. um, in the autos this this time is Brock Lesnar's first official WWE autograph. So that I'm surprised that he hasn't had one ever like until now. Well, I mean, you have to remember back when he was first in WWE from 2002 to 2004, he or 2005, 2004, yeah. 2005, I think it was. Um you know, there were several different companies that did WWE products and not all of them did autographs. Okay. So it just it probably was it was a matter of just companies and licensing and Lesnar just getting the time because he was WWE champion a few times and you know doing tour dates and just yeah. being busy. Yeah, he just probably didn't have the time as as busy as they were back then. So it probably had a lot to do with just a, a a wide variety of variables that prevented him from from actually signing some WWE products. But he's back now and you know. He's been there for three years and still hasn't signed it. Finally, he's got some signs. So, yeah. uh, and from what I've seen, uh, early, early, uh, early buzz or early uh, sales and 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 breaks that that it's one of the highest demanding autographs right now on eBay. Nice. So, well, yeah, it's it's out now. So you know, check it out and try and get get you a box or even a case if you really want a Brock Lesnar auto. Uh, like you said, they're they're going to be uh, in high demand. Yep. So I'll, I'll be surprised to see maybe one or two on the hot list coming up here. Uh, but yeah, man, I appreciate you coming on the show, Matt. Mm-hmm. It's always fun talking something other than sports. Yep. It's a nice little refresher. So, uh, but we'll get you on here in the next month or maybe in a couple weeks to talk about an update to the month of Marvel. Uh, before it uh, before the deadline hits so okay uh, we'll get you back but matt as always appreciate it yep no problem okay so for the next segment we're bringing back inside new releases and what better way to talk about a new release uh, than to talk about tops fire football 2015 tops fire football that's going to be coming out soon and and i thought it would be a great thing to bring on one of the newest members of the beckett media family and that's mr ryan cracknell ryan how's it going man 
Good. How are you? Man, it is crazy, crazy busy over in the offices. Uh, but, I mean, every time right after the national convention, it's always like this. So I'm never, uh, I'm never uh, like, taken by surprise. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Now, I, I just want to see what, what was it like uh, being at the national for the first time as a Beckett Media uh, member? It was a lot of fun, you know, going around. Number one, just being at the National is something that I would recommend everyone who collects cards, is interested in sports. Oh, of course. Who just wants to see cool stuff, does at least once. Yeah. <laughs> I was there last year as well, but just kind of hanging out. So this time working, you know, it was exciting getting to reacquaint myself with people that I knew, get to know new people, you know, kind of look around for some stories and stuff like that. And again, awesome pieces to see. So, you know, the people is is what I love, number one, about the National. uh, But all the cool stuff as well is also great to see. Of course, yeah, there there was definitely a lot of stuff, uh, exciting stuff going on at the National. But uh, I the reason why I have you on is because I want to talk about this 2015 Tops Fire football. Now, uh, last year was the first release of this product, and it, it did pretty well. Uh, I thought the artwork that they had was extremely uh, unique and, and something that I haven't seen in a little while. Uh, but what I want to get your take on, are there any interesting new things that will be included in the sophomore release of Tops Fire Football? Uh, from the looks of it, from what they've released so far just this week, it, it does look very similar in a configuration way. You're getting two autographs per hobby box. They can be either basic autographs or autograph relics. Um, but the the cool design of Fire is still there. Yeah. And that, for <laughs> me, was like the big takeaway for this one. It's one that I'm still finding. You know, up here in Canada, we don't get much football. I've been finding this at a couple of stores, and I've been still picking away at the 2014. And it's yeah. the Tyson Beck artwork that I like. This guy's worked with the NBA for... For some time, I believe, this is actually, this fire set is the first time I've been acquainted to him, and I've been trying to, you know, catch up on his work a little bit. Last year, it was kind of, it was really, really sticking with that fire theme, Mm -hmm. whereas for 2015, the base cards, they kind of have this, it's just a cool design. It doesn't have like this apocalyptic feel to it. <laughs> yeah. But it is, you know, the digital world that he lives in and creates things in and is an artist and is still there. Uh, then when you get down to the inserts, you know, again, last year, it, it was all about fire. There was Ring of Fire. There was the one that had the rookies running a po- uh, along that landscape that was just missing the four horsemen of the apocalypse. Yeah. You know, very cool <laughs> stuff. This year, we don't see in the preview images what those inserts are going to look like, but from the names of it, it looks like it's going more of a nature feel. Yeah. Uh, you've got, what are the names here? You've got Into the Wild, where it sounds like from their description that they're pairing the player with, they phrased it as the spirit animal that their <laughs> team embodies. So I'm guessing, you know, someone from the Chicago Bears is going to have some sort of bear in the background or... Yeah something like that, and then Forces of Nature, you know, it's it's going outside. So, yeah. you know, more cool stuff in the design realm that it's up my alley. It's one of those sets that I know for sure is a little too out there for some people who like kind of a more traditional approach. For me, I just appreciate that it's different and it stands out from, you know, just about everything else. I think Valor is the only thing that's come close in recent years. Yeah, I think the biggest thing with this product is that it's not your normal 
you know, basic football product. You know, everyone thinks about Topps football and they think of, you know, the the typical Topps football brand. But this is something completely different. And, you know, with Tyson Beck's artwork, it puts a whole new spin on, you know, on on trading cards, sports trading cards. And it's it's interesting. I, I remember breaking a box last year when it came out. And it wasn't comical, but I was laughing because I was so excited for the pictures that were on these cards for the inserts because I would have never expected Tops to do something like this in a million years. So it's great to see that they're kind of going in a new avenue, uh, make it more artistic. I know Panini, they do Court Kings, but it's still got that traditional feel, even though it has more of an artwork type uh, look on those cards. But I think this is really cool and unique to see. Um, but as far as autographs go for this product, uh, is it really just kind of status quo with, with what Topps does in, in other releases? Are, are they doing something uh, interesting? I know that the 101s, they're calling them Inferno cards. What's, what's kind of the big draw for autographs? With the autographs, uh, the basic ones are essentially the base cards with the sticker added on, Yeah, uh, kind of like some of the other ones. So the stickers... It, it fits with the price point. You know, yeah. this is a product that last year, I believe it was like $70 out of the gate, 60 70-ish. You know, not too high. No. Definitely not cheap, but on the lower end for something that has a whole bunch of packs. Um, the Inferno, yeah, we didn't see any pictures of it. You know, I would love to see some sort of metallic, you know, metal universe kind of thing going on yeah. there. I suspect it's going to be the traditional color background. Uh, with obviously if it's inferno probably an orange okay just getting more creative with the name rather than the look but you know we haven't seen the pictures yet so it's still too early to say yeah well it's yeah 20 packs per box six cards per pack uh the the scheduled release date is january 7th of next year is that correct yes yeah. okay so starting the new year fresh with something that looks kind of fresh yeah with something that looks kind of fresh and maybe you know a little apocalyptic stuff you know for all you crazy conspiracy theorists out there for the new year i I don't know maybe there's something to it i'm not too sure we'll see if there's an unannounced nostradamus (laughs) added to the checklist at the last second yeah that would be cool well ryan let's go over to a another story that you did on beckett.com slash nudes that kind of caught my eye and it was a, a copyright issue with uh, eBay, uh, this this company I've I've never heard of uh, called Defense Sports. Um, they claimed, I guess, copyright infringement on a design for a, a card company. Do you want to kind of explain more in detail about what happened? Yeah. So there were, I guess, it was a couple months ago. Panini Prism Collegiate Draft came out, and there were these inserts called Defense. Okay. And what it was, rather than just you know the traditional defense. It was like the signs that you see at pretty much every single sporting event that has the letter D with the picture of a white picket fence. Of course. And so this was a die-cut set, so obviously the top of the fence was, you know, cut out and everything else. It turns out this company in 1994 allegedly copyrighted this image of the letter D to go with a fence. Mm. And they started alerting eBay and from one seller that I, I got in contact with, he was actually suspended without warning for a week just because he listed a card that he pulled out of a pack. Now, that, that's, that's just crazy. Uh, what, I mean, is there something similar to say, 
like, um, you know, this seller got suspended without warning for X amount of days for doing X. Like, is there something similar that you can relate to this? D- does that make sense? I haven't heard of any copyright issues in, in this sense, mm-hmm. in, you know, I- at least in the way that he didn't do anything wrong in his eyes. Like, there was no malicious intent. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I could relate. You know, maybe there's an artist out there who drew something that was copyrighted, some of sort of character or something else, yeah. and they listed, you know, a card or maybe one of those homemade modern-day broder cards that people make in their basement and put on <laughs> eBay. I could see those causing some trouble, mm-hmm. um, but this one here, the guy pulled it out from a pack. He's doing what a lot of people do with their cards and just trying to sell it, yeah. and they're not really worth much. You know, yeah. the ones that I've still see listed, which is also part of the problem that this one guy got in trouble. There are still, you know, 30 on eBay when I wrote the article a couple days ago, but I have heard from other sellers since who, you know, this company is cracking down. Yeah, it's it's unfortunate because everyone <clears throat> everyone knows that, I guess, uh, symbol, you know, with the D in the fence. All They're always at games and you see it everywhere and all of a sudden this thing pops up with a copyright issue and now people are, are starting to get a little worried, even though that it's only a $2 card, it's it's nothing special or, or anything like that, but it's still, you know, something to where you would have never thought twice about it, you know, putting it up on eBay. Now you got to really think about these things now and whether or not you're going to be suspended without warning. That's, you know, that's a big deal, especially for some of these eBay sellers that, you know, that's, that's their main source of income. So, you know, luckily it was only on a, a lower end card like this, but you know, it'd be tough to see a, you know, two, $300 sale, you know, of this guy's eBay store get suspended for no warning, you know? Absolutely. And this $2 card for uh, the gentleman that I spoke with, he, you know, he was at the national picking up, he does a lot of new product. And just by missing out on that week, yes, this was a $2 card, but he's going to probably lose hundreds, if not thousands of dollars in lost sales. Yeah. Just the way the new release market goes, you know, things spike when they first come out in a lot of, in a lot of instances. And, you know, the stuff that he bought just last week or the week before, now he can't sell that until his suspension's over. So, you know, it's kind of this trickle-down thing that, that just really stinks and is, you know, the arbitrariness of it just coming out of nowhere. Yeah. Um, you know, it's read a little bit about this, this company on their website, and they actively try and get people to, I guess, rat people out for having these signs so that they can go after them. And they offer you this boondoggle, you know, something official, you know, air quotes around that <laughs> with this defense logo just for taking a picture at a sporting event and you see, you know, maybe the person who lives down the road that borrowed your lawnmower and didn't turn it back, yeah. <laughs> you can rat them out and there you go. Yeah. Wow, that's that's crazy. And it's unfortunate. So, you know, eBay sellers beware out there, you know, there are people watching you and, and make sure that you're doing everything that you can to, to stay, you know, uh, within the confines of the rules, I guess. But yeah, that's definitely a tough story to hear. But all right, Ryan, well, I'm going to let you go. We appreciate all the time that uh, you gave us here on Beckett Radio. And we'll have you on again soon to talk, obviously, about new releases, maybe some, you know, topical news that comes out of the woodworks in the future. But just want to welcome you to Beckett Media. Uh, it's, it's great to have you on and we look forward to the future, man. Much appreciated. It's uh, great to be part of a, of a great team. 
All right, you have a good one. Thanks, you too. Next up on Beckett Radio this week, I have the pleasure to bring on Mr. Brian Gavin of Ultimate Box Breaks. Brian, how's it going, man? Not too bad, Derek. Thanks so much for having me on, buddy. You know, it was kind of funny how we met and kind of how we got this whole interview thing going. We just kind of did it at the spur of the moment on the national main stage. But that's kind of how business should be done, right? <laughs> exactly. I kind of put you on the spot a little bit, <laughs> but uh, it definitely worked out to my my advantage. <laughs> well, we, we appreciate you, have, uh, you coming on the show, too, so that's definitely... Uh, mutual right there but let's kind of just get into it I want to get your background uh, outside of the hobby so you know how did you get started Uh, you know what uh, I don't know where did you go to school I know you're in Arizona correct yeah out in Arizona but I'm originally from Ohio Uh, so my wife and I uh, were back in Ohio went to school down in Dayton um, actually played uh, collegiate tennis down there, uh, down in Dayton. And uh, then we uh, moved up to Chicago, worked on our master's out there. And then uh, I went out, actually, I was in the music industry before this. And uh, so I worked with uh, some of the record labels out there doing some of the uh, marketing and social media stuff for uh, for a couple of the uh, bands out there. Uh, not, nothing too crazy, but... Uh, and then... Uh, Ended up uh, moving out to Arizona. My wife got into uh, dental school out here in Arizona, and so now we're we're out here. And um, but uh, when I moved out to Arizona, I was doing uh, financial planning, and so I was all licensed broker, all that good stuff. But uh, still, I was dabbling with sports cars at the time, uh, getting back into it, and um, started collecting when I was like six years old. And then obviously, a lot of people took breaks, or a lot of people in my <laughs> Yeah, a lot of people in my age range yeah. uh, took breaks between like high school and, and through college, uh, just because money's a little scarce there. Yep. Um, and then uh, after that, then uh, my brother and I really got back into it. And so that's uh, kind of where I'm at now. So it's kind of nice. I get to do some financial planning on a personal level and, and help out friends and family with their personal finances, but then also really focus in on Ultimate Box Break. Yeah, I was I was going to ask you, how did you first get into collecting? Was it kind of just, you, you know, you were a kid and kind of saw packs of cards at the gas station and that's kind of how you got involved? Yeah, no, I think that's how everybody did it. Uh, you know, going down to Drug Mart, uh, you know, and picking up a couple <laughs> different packs and, uh, you know, going through and just uh, looking for inserts and those kind of things. Obviously nothing, you know, to what we have today, but... Uh, yeah, that's how it all got started, really, and uh, you know, riding your bike down to the card shop and doing the doing the normal thing that kids do. And so, uh, yeah, that's how it all really got started. My brother and I, my brother's a couple years older than I am, and we'd always trade back and forth. For some reason, he always had a better collection than I did. That's all. That's how it always happens, man. I know, right? So I was always, <laughs> just, and I remember specifically one set that he put together that I was so jealous of. It was a rookie, or I'm sorry, rookie sensations from like 1990 Fleer baseball. Oh wow. I'm telling you, it still sticks in my head. So anyway, <laughs> but that, that, that uh, so, but that's uh, you know kind of the you know how I got started with collecting a long time ago. Yeah. Now, uh, what made you realize that case breaking was the next step uh, to get involved in? Well, I think, oh man, it was. I think it was like 2008. I remember watching a couple of videos on YouTube, and I was like, what are these people doing? Yeah. And so I remember just seeing it, and it was before, you know, all the big, you know, big craze started with box breaking, but um, I was like, man, I want to try this. So sent the dude, you know, 12 bucks to get into 2008 FP Authentic Football. I remember it specifically, <laughs> and I remember I hit a Letterman patch, Ooh. and I had like a worst team, San Diego, hit a Letterman patch. <laughs> 
And the dude stiffed everybody in the break. Oh, man. Took the money, took the cards, and ran. And that is when I was like, wait a second. I feel like I can do this. But really, just do a couple twists of what this other guy did. And just do it. And and do it, uh, you know, make it fair, honest, be transparent, those kind of things. And so then a couple years later, I uh, or two years later, that's whenever I started to uh, do a couple different breaks. Now, I think it was interesting. I, I checked out your, your website. Uh, mm-hmm. And it, 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 I mean, ultimateboxbreaks.com, it was simple. It was easy to, to learn about because I'm still new with case breaking. I, I've only done probably one or two. But I'm still mm-hmm. kind of new in the game. But your website made it just easy to to follow. Everything was was right on the table. There were no, you know, the, nothing shady going on, anything like that. So I can definitely tell that you guys have done your homework as far as, hey, this is who we are, this is what we do, and this is what you're gonna get. Nothing but the best, you know. Yeah, absolutely. Transparency is unbelievably key, and you know, if you're open, you know, because I know everybody's spending their hard-earned money mm-hmm. on the site. And that was one big thing that always just, uh, you know, kind of kept me, you know, always answering emails in a timely manner, always answering questions, you know, making myself available to everybody and, um, you know, just providing a place where people can relax and just collect and be there with, you know, similar collectors and people in, the, you know, their situations and those kind of things where it's just, it's enjoyable. That's what we want to do. We want to collect because it's relaxing. It's fun. It's something that maybe we weren't able to do on the scale that we do now, you know, uh, because we didn't have maybe the resources back then when we were kids. And now, you know, we have the resources to go out and, you know, kind of treat ourselves to these things. So that was always a big thing. And that's why I always try and keep the breaks fun and light. And, um, you know, there's never anything competitive about it, you know, about breaks. It's literally we're there to have fun. Exactly. That's that's what I like to do. Yeah. Uh, I mean, since we met at the National, I got to get your take on it. What what did you think about the Case Break Pavilion this year? I think it's growing. I think uh, David Gelfman's doing a fantastic job, you know, growing. And I saw that the distributors really stepped up this year and they started to, you know, acquire the space inside the Case Break Pavilion. Um, you know, for their breakers, and um, which is always good. I still think that there can. I still think there's a missing element of the case breaking pavilion, and it's not. It is nothing that the pavilion doesn't provide. The pavilion provides everybody, you know, the opportunity to walk around, see the other breakers, do those kind of things. It's the the actual consumer that's going into the national. A lot of them don't understand it still. Yeah, and I think that there's still this this barrier that. Uh, that they're not able to cross yet, that they don't fully understand it. Because when they go to the National, they're going there for instant gratification. Of course. Things that they can hold in their hands at that second. And there's really not the ability to do that just yet, just yet with uh, with the breaking, because people have to wait till breaks fill or, you know, people, you know, I'm, multiple times I was breaking at you know, multiple different places, People just come up and stare at you like you're doing <laughs> literally like you're an alien or you're, you're teaching witchcraft or yeah. I have no idea and so they just don't understand it yet. So I think that's the the big um, issue that I'm looking forward to tackling coming up for this next year on Atlantic City. Yeah, I, I think next year in Atlantic City is going to be a lot of fun. I mean, uh, just uh, with the Case Break Pavilion itself, I think it's going to be bigger and better. Uh, than than this year in Chicago and the year before that, which was in Cleveland. But um, I want to talk to you about the kids' case break that you did with Panini. 
because I thought that was awesome. I think uh, you were able to connect with the kids to make the kids, you know, stay uh, interacted and involved, which is really hard to do uh, at at this day and age with technology. But what was that like to to get involved with these kids in case breaking? Man, I'll tell you what it is. uh, I never thought it would be that much work to keep (laughs) 32 kids and keep their attention for like an hour. It's it's unbelievably difficult, but, um, you know, with yourself coming up on stage, the Panini, um, you know, the Panini representatives as well, um, they gave me the opportunity to exclusively run the Panini Kids Case Break because I changed the format. I, I hosted a couple of them last year, and then I changed the format this year to make it easier for the kids to understand, make it easier for the kids to really, you know, do the stepping stone into what box breaking really is because what they see is just free stuff. But it was my goal this year to, you know, make the kids, you know, aware of what's going on. So they had badges this year that they could trade with other kids if they didn't get their team. So I just started to bring in a lot of the aspects of the breaking uh, involved, uh, you know, what we do. And so it was really neat. And and man, I, you know, I can't thank Panini enough for giving me the opportunity to, uh, you know, to do the, you know, to host the kids' case breaks, and I look forward to doing it next year as well. Yeah, I, I thought you did uh, extremely well, and Panini Thank would you. be uh, absolutely insane to not have you back. So I'll, I'll make <laughs> sure Tracy Hackler's on that for sure. But uh, <laughs> great, yeah, put in a good word for <laughs> yeah. me. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of Panini, uh, I want to talk about the VIP party because unfortunately I wasn't there. Uh, Chris Olds, one of the uh, editors here at Beckham Media, he went. He told me a couple stories, <laughs> but. Where what what did you think? Uh, what what were some good stories that came out of that party? Man, it's it's such a blur just because I was so exhausted after <laughs> you know four four or five days up in Chicago of nonstop running around and doing breaks and you know having meetings and all those kind of things. But it was yeah. nice to be able to go to you know Soldier Field and uh, you know get you know taken up to like the nice club level and you walk in and man they really uh they really did it up this year and this is actually my first year that I went and uh it, it was pretty amazing and meeting Mike Tyson which I mean what what kid doesn't want to meet oh, you know what what Iron guy Mike. doesn't want to meet yeah. Mike Tyson yeah. you know so uh Kareem Abdul-Jabbar was there as well you know Ricky Williams uh, I mean it, it was it was great it was just it was nice to be able to be in a relaxed format with Panini to be able to, you know, touch base with those guys. They were very appreciative of everything that the Breakers did for them as well. And, uh, man, it was pretty neat. I got to bring all of the, you know, the extra bonus stuff, the gold packs and everything, and distribute them out to um, all the customers on UltimateBoxBreaks.com. Nice. Well, before yeah. I let you go, a uh, couple more yeah. questions for you. Sure. What What do you see as the next big thing in this hobby? We all know case breaking is now. Uh, it, it's been here for a little bit, and it's here to stay. Uh, so, yeah. you know, obviously this was the hot new thing a little while ago. But what do you think in your mind is next to be that big thing in the hobby? Man, I'll tell you, there's um, breaking actually allows us to, or allows the consumer to uh, have a shot at a lot of high-end pieces of memorabilia, art, those kind of things that it normally it would just be out of reach. Um, yeah. So I think a lot of the the next big thing um, is going to be memorabilia. Uh, you know, unique pieces of artwork that are now in the form of a card. I know uh, Superbreak is doing a fantastic job of putting together some of the most unique products on the planet. That really they uh, they just if you just think of the craziest thing that you would want to break, you'd be like, man, I want to pull this out of a box of cards. They'll make it happen. Yeah. You can go to them with any ideas, and it was really neat. Uh, just the other week, 
Um, we opened up one of their uh, box breakers edition. We pulled a Babe Ruth cut autograph. Wow. But there was also pieces of Babe Ruth's hair in the card as well. <laughs> and I know, right? It sounds yeah. ridiculous. We used to joke around about it, but it's really coming to fruition. But that card sold for over $18,000. Unbelievable. And so I just think that there's, um, you know, yes, we all love, you know, Panini tops, um, you know, upper deck stuff. We, we love all that stuff, but there's, there's going to be a movement, too, where we're going to be able to get access to things that we normally, that they just cannot package up in boxes. So I think that that's a, you know, a pretty big move in the right direction for uh, you know, bringing uniqueness to this whole industry. Yeah, I completely agree. And you know, with Super Break doing their thing, also historic autographs. Uh, I'm a big mm-hmm. history guy, big history nerd, and I, I spoke with Kevin uh, of of historic autographs, and and the stuff that they're doing now is absolutely insane, and it makes me want to go out and get whatever product they're coming out with. I know they're doing a Civil War project, uh, which mm-hmm. looks amazing, which they kind of teased at the national, but that's that's another avenue that people can get into and still consider it you know in the trading card hobby uh but yeah i I completely agree with you on that front um let let, one more question brian thanks so much for for coming on becca radio we're we're talking to brian gavin of uh ultimate box breaks uh and i I told you this before we uh started rolling but i'm gonna get you on again we're gonna try and get case breakers on to talk about what's hot what's cold in the hobby as far as products go what's been selling well things like that um, mm-hmm. so let's get ultimate box breaks point of view. Uh, what's been going well for you guys? You know, what, what kind of have been the hot products? What, what kind of has been the cold products going on right now? Sure. Yeah. I mean, right now it's, it's kind of a unique period because there's not a lot of 2015 stuff out right now as, as far as the football yeah. uh, perspective. I, I'd probably say about 90% of what ultimate box breaks does is football right now. Um, I just, I truly believe that if you specialize in something, you absolutely love the sport, then man, you're going to break that better than any other product. Now, I still have the ability to do basketball and baseball, those kind of things. But right now, there's a little lull because there's not a lot of 2015 products out. But there are just every single 2014 product. So a lot of mixers are good. Um, man, National Treasures is just going through the roof. Oh, yeah. uh, there's a lot of underdog products out there, top five star. Uh, a lot of stuff starting to dry up, too. So, you know, prices are starting to creep back up. You know, we're starting to find the products that we really, really like. So, um Man, it really, anything and everything right now is, um, you know, you mix it together and you find a creative way to do it. Um, you know, it, it's pretty unique, um, you know, on Ultimate Box Breaks. It's, it, there's a live drafting. I don't know if you've seen it, Derek, but there's a live drafting system that's, uh, that I created. And it's a, you know, patented, you know, process that it really integrates fantasy football style with box breaking, where, you know, you randomize a draft pick and, then it will select a team based on your preferences. So you would just rank your teams 1 through 32, and based on what draft pick you have, it would automatically select your team for you. Okay. That's crazy. You know? That's something yeah. totally innovative and different. That's awesome. And so, and you also have the ability to trade teams uh, through different boxes. So if you want to get it, if you've got an awesome spot in National Treasures, you could actually turn that one spot and you could trade for multiple teams throughout different breaks. So you could just buy one spot and one break, but you could be breaking all night yeah. if you know how to use the trade board and you know and, and you're trading out there with teams and that kind of stuff. And everything's automated, so that's uh, it, it. Adds a lot to how fast breaks move on Ultimate Box breaks. And there's no waiting. There's no times for spreadsheets. Everything 
is integrated and automated into the website. Yeah, that's that's cool. I'll definitely have to check that out some more because I'm I'm a big fantasy you know sports guy. So being able to trade and do all that stuff uh, just brings a whole new element to to the side of case breaking. Um, ha- have you ever thought of doing some retro case breaking, trying to get some older products in there? Absolutely. We were just at the national. We were actually talking about it with a couple of the different guys. And I was like, man, how neat would it be to break 86, 87 clear basketball, <laughs> yeah. you know, or, you know, exquisite, but there's different ways that we could actually do this. And I really want to get some of the older football products as well, because I just think it'd be neat. And now that we have a platform that we can break down these products and make it accessible for everyone, we can break products that normally are just you can't get your hands on. Yeah. So I, I definitely want to do that. And and Derek, you better be in the break whenever we start breaking some of that old weird stuff. Of course, you better you better hit me up and say, hey man, we're about to do it. Get get your butt over here, and and I'll I'll, well, I'll, I'll tell you I'll tell you, Derek. All you have to do is download the Ultimate Box Break iPhone app because I have an iPhone app. That's unbelievable. You, you're you're ridiculous, <laughs> Brian. I can't believe you have an iPhone app. That is unbelievable. Everyone, get it right now. Get the iPhone app right now. That, that's crazy. <laughs> Well, uh, Brian, like I said, thank you so much for coming on the show. It was a pleasure having you on. We're going to have you on very soon because you know your stuff. You're one of the leaders here in the hobby as far as case breaking goes. And, and just bottom line, you're just a cool dude. So that's that goes a long way. So Brian Gavin of Ultimate Box Breaks, we appreciate it, man. Awesome. Derek, thank you so much for uh, for having me on and uh, look forward to speaking to you guys uh, soon. Well, that pretty much wraps it up here at Becker Radio. Special shout out to Matt Bible, Mr. Ryan Cracknell, and of course, Brian Gavin of Ultimate Box Breaks. Check out ultimateboxbreaks.com to get all the box breaking that you so desire. Uh, great website, like I said, super easy accessible like he like brian said he's got a freaking iphone app so uh that that just goes to show that these guys over in arizona have their stuff together and they're they're in it for the right reasons so check them out they're also on twitter at the ubb uh that's uh the ultimate box breaks but it's it's a little shortened so that's pretty sweet so check them out but that pretty much wraps it up for me this week we're gonna have a great show lined up for you next week and then the last week of August, we'll, uh, we won't have a show because I'll be out of town, but we'll bring it back for you guys in the month of September. So stay tuned for all that. Thanks, guys, so much for listening to Becker Radio. Like I said, I'm your host, Derek Ficken. We'll see you guys later. Have a good one.